Hello, everyone. Welcome to Scrap City Sports, uh, your one stop for all things divisional NFL playoffs. Uh, I am joined here by uh, none other than Carmen Anfuso, uh, Chef Roy, and myself, Christopher. What up? What, what's going on? I kinda, I kinda, <laughs> once, once in my life, I think I miss Josh on this. I don't know why, but I feel like it's we're not complete without him here. Yeah, well, Josh is probably... Uh, Still getting the duct tape off his wrist and his hands from being abducted last weekend. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, we're 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 right in the middle of the NFL playoffs here, and there can't be a more exciting exciting time to be uh to be a football fan right now. I mean, last week the the wild card uh, the wild card round was um was was pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk about last weekend. I mean, that finish between Minnesota and Seattle was. Pretty amazing, and then that was ridiculous. That was and, just, and then it follows because wasn't the next game the the Cincinnati Pittsburgh game? Wasn't the, weren't those two on the same day? Yes, they were. Yeah, so so we we saw Minnesota lose. The no, no, C- Cincinnati Pittsburgh was Saturday night. Uh, Seattle and no, Minnesota. you're right, you're right. Yes, you're Seattle right. Minnesota was uh, an early game Sunday. Yeah, but I mean, both of those games though, it's like holy cow! Like I've never seen a team implode like I did in the playoffs at home, like Cincinnati did. I mean, that was. That was bad. And you almost feel sorry for Marvin Lewis, but you don't because it's like he trusts he trusts his fate with those guys. And those guys have a history of being like that. And it's just like, why would you put yourself in that situation with those players to, to, to go down like that? I mean, that was... And I mean, I mean it, we're not doing a segment of kick in the head, but if, if, there's, any, if there's any guy to kick in the head, you got you to gotta kick Vantez Perfect in the head for, for what he was repeatedly, has repeatedly done all season long. And then it was, you know, came to a came to a, a head, you know, against Pittsburgh at the in the waning moments of the game, you know, that hit on Antonio Brown was just it was disgusting. It was it was just there's no place in football for that, and you could tell he he was he was he was meaning to hit him in the head like that, and you know Antonio Brown was just lifeless on the field for for one of the best players in the NFL, you know, to essentially take him out. Of, uh, of of him him and his team moving forward in the playoffs because you know obviously they can uh, Cincinnati conceded the game by stupid penalties um, and then Pittsburgh went went ahead and won but you know now look now look what Pittsburgh is at they're 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 on the verge of of possibly not having the two best players in the organization on the field Sunday against Denver. Well, you, you could throw in three best because I mean Le'Veon Bell's still not there either. Yeah, and I mean, and, and Perfect was he was he was he was a part of that too. He's the guy who 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 tore his MCL. He he was the one who laid the hit out on his knee. So apparently, word out of Cincinnati was that that Marvin Lewis had a had a personal conversation with Perfect before that drive and says, "Listen, you know, be nowhere near anything. Let's not let's not have you cost us the game." And like there there, that's how it ended. Like him costing them the game with, with that preface it before the drive. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, well, that, and, that really and, is. And then you have you know kind of jinxed himself. And yeah, he did, but I mean, you know, you can't say like I, I you know, you can't then not say I, I didn't tell you. Right. Like, I mean, it's all there. Like, hey, don't screw up this game for us. That's really it. Just stay. I mean, because he had no right even being anywhere near that play. Now, okay, let me ask you guys this. I've been debating all week with a few people talking about the actual the extremity of that hit. Now, people say, was he really aiming for his head, or was he aiming low, and then this guy went low with his head as well? I don't know. I mean, my whole thing was is he didn't even have to make the play. He shouldn't have even been anywhere near that play. Yeah, Antonio Brown was already, he was, was already hit going, going down. down. He, he laid the hit while he was going down. So, I mean, that, that, I mean, whether he's aiming for, for his head or his body or whatever, I mean, he shouldn't have even made that play. He should have just stopped right there when he saw him going to the ground and that was it. But he decided to try and finish yeah, that and, playoff. And, and just, I mean, you know, you, there, there's, if he's trying to make sure that, you know, because you see plays all the time, all year long, where, where a guy gets tackled. Um, and he's appears to be going to the ground, but he'll do some sort of roll or he'll land on somebody and he's not actually down. So I, I can understand trying to make sure the guy is down. You know, you touch your, he's being touched while he's on the ground. So the ball is dead. I understand that. But you know, when you're, when you're, when you're basically head hunting and, and going for a knockout, you know, that's just inexcusable. 
to be yeah. honest with you. It's just, it's, it's, there's no place for it. When you see his head rock back like that and his body just go lifeless, man, I got sick to my stomach. Oh, yeah. Saw, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, that, oh, that's not, that, I mean, that's, nobody wants to see that. Not oh, one, man. not a guy like that of that caliber. I mean, it, it, anyone, it, it doesn't matter who it is. I actually. don't care who you're a fan of, who you, yeah, who, just, who you, who's in your heart. You don't, man, that's there's no place for that no, in, in, in no the way, NFL. Man. And then for Pac-Man, Whoa. and then for Pac-Man, anyone see Pac-Man's rant, rants? Oh, he's an idiot. That I mean, guy. he's an idiot everywhere he's gone. Yeah, man. it's just you got to know when to just did shut he, it didn't down. Did he say that he said Antonio was faking it? That he winked at him? Yeah, like, something. Dude, I'm watching the replay. Antonio looked lifeless. No, he looked lifeless. Yeah, I mean, he, usually he's. I mean, Antonio Brown's kind of known for that patented smile, and I mean, there was no smile there. It was oh, it, man. You, you to see tell. that dude get. To see that dude walk off was a miracle to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. They didn't have to put him out any stretchers or anything like that. It looked. It looked bad. It was really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the rant, the rant itself, you know, the the whatever it was, Facebook or Instagram rant that Pac-Man Jones had, he should be yelling at himself. He caught, he essentially cost his team the game because, you know, perfect hit on Antonio Brown put put the ball uh f- put the ball on the 32 or 33 yard line, which would have gave um, Pittsburgh's kicker a 50 a 50 yard uh, 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 field goal opportunity. Right now, Pac-Man gets a gets a gets a. I don't know what the exact call was, but it gets a 15 yard penalty, puts him up. Instigating, you know, I think. Yeah, it was a per, yeah. it was a personal foul. Yeah, or was yeah, it a, unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah, there you go. Um, Although, what, let me ask you: What was Porter doing in the field, though? He was checking on Antonio Brown officially. Officially, okay. that's officially. what he was doing. Oh, okay. The I mean, linebacker yeah. coach. The Joe, linebacker yeah, Joey, coach. Joey Porter wanted to play. Was known as an agitator. I'm sure he went out there with one mission, and he got he accomplished that he mission. Got it. But his his def- in his defense, he was going to check on his player. So essentially, Joey Porter won the game for Pittsburgh. Then kind of, that's what kind it seems of. like. I mean, but here's a, here's the thing though: is you can say what you want about that game, but I think the better team won. No, of course. I, I, I don't oh, yeah. think. I mean, if if Big Ben doesn't, the only reason why that game was even close is because Ben went down. I mean, that's it. it, it yeah, they, they were getting traction. Pittsburgh was getting a little bit of traction at that point when Burfick, you know, crunched his shoulders, uh, Big Ben's shoulder, and and he came went out of the game, but. Yeah, I, I do agree with both of you that the what, better team did win. What a heart that guy has, though, Big Ben, man. He Just to go in, go down the way he did. Yeah. You see the way it happened? But he landed on his shoulder hard. I mean, that's right. That's right. You guys heard me say that, though. If I got one game, I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that guy, like, there ain't nothing that's going to get him out of the game. I mean, he's probably playing with one arm, and he still went back. One I mean, arm, one leg. He played yeah, better, I mean, he, one he, everything. Well, he, he's, they said he has what? He has ligament damage in his, in his, in his throwing th- shoulder. Yeah, so, I mean, that is, that is not something to... That, yeah. that is not something the normal Joe could play through. He's an old sure. man too already, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got some miles on Still those. Still ticking. Yeah. He's. He's. Yeah. I don't know, but he's he's clutch. Young he? young quarterbacks. Take a look at that man right there, because that's a perfect example of a, a true NFL quarterback leading his team. You know. Then we. we so the, the the first game on Sunday uh, on Saturday was um, the the KC Houston game, which you know I thought would have been uh, would have been a little bit more closely contested, um, seeing as how. Both teams' defenses seem to be peaking at the right time, um, Houston and KC. Uh, it just didn't turn out that way for Houston. Nothing could materialize on offense. And honestly, Brian Hoyer shot 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 Houston the, the Houston Texans team in the foot the whole entire game. And uh, was was kind of amazing to me is that you know Houston for the even though how badly they played in the first half, you know going into halftime they still had a shot. They were only down by I think ten points. So. You know, uh, if if anything, um, Bill O'Brien could have could have gave his team a little, you know, a little um, jump uh, jump start by maybe making a quarterback change and, and trying to change the, the the pace of the game, but never wound up happening. And you know, obviously, KC just walloped on uh, on Houston and, and and you know wound up uh, surrendering a huge lead in, in, in the game for them, but. Uh, Andy, yeah, and then Andy Reid and the boys got the streak going. Huh? Yeah, and then you know, like we like we already talked about the Pittsburgh game, um, they went ahead and, and won. And then Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon, I, I thought that Minnesota game was a lot closer than it should have been. I mean, I, it, I mean, I, I don't think Minnesota. I, I know that they're seeding and all that. The record said otherwise. I didn't think Minnesota was a very good team. No, I didn't either. I think they were pretty good defensively. Their offense is less than stellar, average I, at best. I think the no, only reason not why even. I think their their offense was. Outside of AP was pretty terrible, and I think the only reason why AP had, you know, the the, the leading, you know, what was he the, uh, what, what was the award that he won for the leading rusher Russian in the NFL, title. the rushing title. Sorry, yeah. I could, it was having a brain fart. <laughs> but uh, the reason why he won the rushing title is because they run the ball like forty times a game. So, you know, he gets the ball a lot, 
And uh, you know, it's it's more it's more quantity over quality uh, for for AP at this point. But their offense is terrible. I just, it's it's mo- it's probably one of the most boring teams to watch in the NFL right now. Yeah, I just think that the, that the reason why that game was so close was just because of the brutal conditions that they were playing. And I mean, it, it, that's got to be brutal to play. And you see some of those guys that were out there like pregame and like t-shirts and shorts, like it was seventy degrees and sunny. Yeah, there would not like be me. Negative four. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, who, yeah, they uh, they interviewed Cam Chancellor. After the game, I think it was what the the second or third coldest game in NFL history. Yeah. And after the game, Cam Ch- uh, Cam Chancellor's like, "Yeah, this is this is pretty brutal." And he's standing out there in, in a cutoff Under Armour T-shirt. It's like <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad," and he's just chilling there. It's like I'd be, you know, I'd be huddling next to that uh, that turbo uh, turbo heater that they got on the sideline there. So. <laughs> the torpedo one that they got yeah. blowing at you. Torpedo heater. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was that, I mean that was that was a brutal game to watch. And then I was really surprised that at Green Bay they came out of their funk. They looked like the six and zero team that we saw earlier in the year, and then you know wound up walloping uh, Washington, who was who was rolling. Yeah, they into were the doing playoffs. fine, and then all of a sudden Green Bay erupted in that game. And oh the yeah, game was, game was a little closer in the beginning, and yeah. Green Bay did what I thought they would do. That just like I called it, they were going to go in there and and, and whop them, man. So they did, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the bi- I think the biggest thing in that game what, what kind of changed the the tide of the game because Washington went up to what an eleven zero lead uh, midway through the second quarter, right? And uh, Mike McCarthy stuck uh, Randall Cobb in the backfield, and I thought that was that changed the game because after that it kind of opened things up. Um, you know, Cobb didn't have a huge statistic- a statistical game, but he had a huge impact um, as far as that goes because it, it kind of put the Washington defense. Um, it set him back a little bit. It didn't get him so aggressive. You know, they they were they were a little bit more hesitant to to um, you know, to pat to to bring everybody uh, up against Aaron Rodgers. So, um, that was that that was pretty interesting. You know, to me to see that. You know, we hadn't seen that all year. We've seen Randall Cobb. You know, maybe do an end around or two. Uh, you know, a game, but he had. I think he had maybe eight or nine carries in that game, which is is a lot for a wide receiver. You know, That's so, a hell of a lot for a wide receiver, man. Right. So, and 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 you know, it just it kind of it, 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 everything was clicking at that point for Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like he's back in you know six and zero form again. So, uh, Green Bay could be a, a scary team to to be playing right now in the playoffs. Should we start? Uh, should we start bringing up the next games on the on the? Let's docket? do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, so opening up uh, the divisional round of the playoffs, um, we had the first game on Saturday. Uh, it's a it's a, a three o'clock or three thirty t- um, kickoff tip off. <laughs> uh, kickoff. Sorry, this is a, we're recording here a little bit of a, a what you would call a red eye podcast to get you guys ready for uh, the divisional round of the playoffs here. So excuse us for any kind of. Uh, Miss jumps or, or, or misleads here, but um, we're not courtside like we were last time, though, right? Yeah, we got the, we got we got the coffee pot, pot <laughs> brewing and trying to keep our eyes open with toothpicks here. But um, yeah, the first game the first game of the afternoon on Saturday is uh, KC New England, and uh, that's going to be an, inter- an interesting matchup um, considering you know New England's been on the bye and uh, you know all these uh, swirling reports about uh, one of New England's biggest weapons in Rob Gronkowski if uh first he was from what I saw he was partying in Florida and then uh and then reports were that was it Christian Jones last weekend or something like that was at Gronk uh Rob Gronkowski's house and possibly overdosed on some kind of pills and just kind of a whole bunch of weird reports uh coming out of New England right now and then you know we don't know if Gronk supposedly he got a knee injection supposedly he didn't um, you know, there's reports refuting, uh, there's report reports saying that he did, there's reports refuting that. So there's a lot of things that are very unclear, uh, on New England side of the ball. Last, uh, last thing I heard out of uh, Patriots camp was that Rob was actually, hasn't practiced all week because of the injured right knee. And he's actually been in the, in the hospital there all week getting treatment for a possible infection. But Patriots, man, what is with that kind of infections <laughs> off of injuries? Like, wasn't his forearm didn't that? Yeah, when he the had surgery sur- got mm-hmm, infected, yeah. like, and that's what caused him to miss a bunch of games. Or they want to check his immune system or something. Yeah, like, what's going no, on? No, no, that was maybe that was something else I'm thinking about. I thought maybe a couple of years ago Aaron Hernandez had a staff infection, which is 
No, I think that's... So that might be like a Boston thing, then, man. It's going on out there. <laughs> Something's maybe, happening. Maybe, but... So, I guess uh, looks like it looks like New England's giving four and a half points. What do you guys... How do you guys look at this way, this game going? I'm going to go ahead and say, just like I believe, I've always believed, you're not going to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots, especially Kansas City. <laughs> they're, that's it. Their runs up. They got their, their one magical win. Run, their magical run. I mean, it was, a, it was a hell of a run. It was. It was. I mean, what, but, 11, 11 in a row, 12 I, in a row, something like that that they won now? Yeah, I mean, I think the buck stops there. I yeah, mean, I mean, you, come on. I mean, give give Belichick a, a week of watching that game while it's happening and then being able to strategize against it. I, I and plus plus I mean is this the first that did uh did did the pack not the Packers but did the Patriots play Kansas City this year no right no uh, I do not believe so so the last time that the, the the Patriots played Kansas City was that infamous game where Kansas City just destroyed them and that was when and all Arrowhead, the things, yeah that was the thing when oh Tom Brady's career's over he's done he's done and they come back and it was a, Super was Bowl. it a Monday night Monday, Monday night, night game yeah, yeah it was either Monday season. night or was Matt Sunday Castle night. The, the quarterback that's, or was it already I don't, I don't no. I think when? I think it was Alex Smith and that game. Was that Alex Smith already? I think so. But I mean, the Patriots are Patriots notoriously are known for for exacting revenge against things like that. <laughs> and so I, I mean, I I think that Kansas City was a you know was a nice story and all, but I just don't don't see especially with, I mean Julian Edelman's supposed to be back. So I mean, you throw that in the mix. I mean that just makes them even more dangerous than they already are. And I mean, outside of Gronk, which New England believes will play, obviously I'm pretty sure there's no reason to doubt that. Yeah. Everyone's back healthy. Yeah. So I now mean, you got the well-oiled machine oiled and ready to go. Uh, I don't know if well, I'd say, I well don't know rested. If, I don't know if I jumped to that conclusion just so quickly here, guys, because honestly, if you look at it, you know, we don't know what Gronk is going to bring to the table for New England on, on Sunday. And honestly, if you take him out of the equation, and you 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 put you insert a quote unquote healthy Julian Edelman, which you know apparently from from reports uh, I've seen, you know he's been running full speed and making cuts and everything at practice, and he looked very fluid and, and moving very well. But you know he hasn't played in seven weeks. You know we don't know the status of Gronk, like I mentioned. So you take two Tom two of Tom Brady's biggest weapons, you put a big question mark over them. Um. I don't think it's going to be a well-oiled machine like you guys think. I, there, there's definitely going to be rough patches. And honestly, if New England is going to have any chance in this game, to be honest with you guys, it's going to be on their defense. Because if if, if, if their defense could dictate the ball and, and keep Kansas City's offense off the field, they're going to they're, they're gonna have some success in this game. And, and I, I think it's not going to be such an such a easy task for New England's offense to just roll over Kansas City's defense because... Kansas City defense is playing at an elite level right now. So I mean, they are have. You, are you telling me you're picking Kansas City? I'm not saying I'm picking Kansas City. I'm <laughs> saying that it's not going to be a cakewalk, and it's not going to yeah. be as easy as you guys think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think at this point in the playoffs, I don't think any game is going to be a cakewalk from here on out. I, I don't just, know, man. I beg to differ. I think we're going to roll them. I, I don't see it. I mean, I do. I, do. I really do. They're going to come out and then guns blazing. They're going to come out. I think out. The, the problem with the problem with Kansas City is is I think it's just their offense. I think their defense. We'll be able to get some stops and be able to keep it close, but I don't think they can score enough points against New England to, to you know, because I mean, even if they hold, even if they hold New England to, you know, say seventeen points, they got to score more than that. I don't think they're capable of doing that. They might score like ten. Yeah, I mean, they may have. A, I mean, if they can hold New England to seventeen, they should win, but they're not going to because yeah, they'll score thirteen. Right, exactly. And it's going to be like one of those, and you know, they're going to be they're going to be exchanging when they, when they should be getting touchdowns to field goals, and you know, New England's going to come down and score touchdowns and. I just don't see. I mean, I, I think the game will be close for a while, but I just think that's going to be New England's going to have too much for them, and it's going to end that magical run of it, Kansas City. I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair for sure because uh, both teams' defense, both teams, right now their 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 defenses are peaking. So um, it's going to be it's going to be definitely probably around a twenty. You know, I would be surprised if any team scores over you know twenty four points. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going like thirty one seventeen New England. Twenty four seventeen, New England. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be seventeen fourteen, New England. Uh, it's gonna be a low scoring defensive battle. It's gonna be, you know, um, it, it, it this game is gonna be dictated by the defense, both defenses for sure. Whichever defense plays better is gonna win this game. I think, however, New England's just gonna have a little bit more. They have a little bit more experience in most everything against you know Kansas City. So uh, and they got the best quarterback in the game. It, they have the best quarterback for. Arguably. The playoffs, yes. <laughs> but, um, no, like you know, like I was mentioning, 
it's going to be it's going to be a dogfight for both of these teams. This is not going to be a pretty game. It's going to be more, something more like uh, this, the Pittsburgh Cincinnati you know slobber knocker last year or last week. Sorry. Hey everybody, this is Josh here from Scrap City Sports, reminding you to make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Scrap City Sports, and find us online at scrapcitysports.com for all your Chicago sports needs. All right, and then uh, so we're gonna move on from uh, the KC New England game. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna head over to the desert, uh, <coughs> the Arizona Cardinals against the uh, the apparently red hot Green Bay Packers right now. Come on, red hot's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> they beat Washington, which is a, was in a one a terrible division, and they went by a landslide. Yeah, but a, yeah, but you know what? If if you look how the Green Bay ended their season, you would have thought for sure. I I mean, per, I thought personally that. Washington was going to roll them, considering how Washington was playing and how Green Bay, you know, ended the season. They look, they look miserable. They look brutal. I mean, they, they had nothing going for them. Aaron Rodgers had nobody to throw throw the ball to. Nobody was catching the ball. Nobody could run the ball. And now Aaron Rodgers looks back in MVP form. So you know, is is Car- like you know Roy is has been been a been a big hater on Carson Palmer. Can Carson Palmer? <laughs> Outduel Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be the question. I think offenses are very close to. I mean, even though I kind of give the edge to to Arizona in the offensive category because I mean, at this point, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but every team minus Kansas City has a really good quarterback, and that's why they're they're playing when they are. I mean, you can't name. I mean, Russell Wilson's got Super Bowls, whether you like him or not. He's still he's still an elite level quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Right? Carson Palmer. I mean, he's led that team. You know, I mean, they're they're really good, and you know, Ben Roethlisberger, all these guys, you know, Peyton Manning, they're all elite level quarterbacks at this point. So there's no distinct edge in quarterback. But I just think that Arizona's got more weapons on offense than Green Bay, and I think I think Arizona's defense is a hundred times better than Green Bay's defense. Wow, that, that's Arizona's defense is I mean, a little banged up right now, but it's nasty. I mean, it is nasty when it when it's clicking on also when that team's clicking on also, and there's good luck. I don't know if there's many teams that could stop them. I, Personally, for me, the biggest X factor, uh, the the two biggest X factors for each each of these teams winning the game, uh, for Green Bay, the biggest X factor for me is going to be Randall Cobb. Uh, if he could replicate any kind of impact that he had last week um, against the Washington uh, Redskins, uh, if he has the same type of performance against the the Cardinals, the Packers have have a really good chance at, at, at pulling the upset here and defeating Arizona at home, um, the second best team in the NFC. And my biggest uh, X factor for the Cardinals is definitely going to be a, a guy that Carmen's been high on all year, David Johnson. You know, it, what what he did against Green Bay in the first meeting of the year. Uh, 38 to 8. The thir- the th- the, yeah, the, the, the thumping on, uh, was that Sunday night? Uh, Sunday night? Sunday, Sunday night, night yeah. Yeah, that was uh, a slacking right he had a, He had a, nearly 60 yards rushing and almost 90 yards receiving. You know, and, and, and he, had, he, want, he got in the end zone on a rushing touchdown too, so... You know that was uh, that was something that definitely Arizona could build off of and exploit um, as far as you know getting an advantage on Green Bay over Green Bay's defense and and you know what they do have a Green Bay has a good uh, core of uh, of linebackers uh, you know led by uh, by Matthews uh, so Clay Matthews so you know he, they're going to have their work cut out for him because David Johnson's a speedster and uh, and he's 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 not the uh, you know he's not the um, Dexter McCluster type or uh, who am I? Who else am I thinking of? Speedy uh, running backs here, but he you know he's he's a bruiser too. He'll knock you down. You know he'll blow past you and then knock you down when he's done. So that's definitely something um, something that uh, uh, Arizona and and Green Bay are going to have to try to control um, for uh, for for them to have a chance to win the game. Randall Cobb actually may be on the spot a little more this Sunday because actually. They're saying Devontae Adams may not play. He's still got an knee issue. That's probably good for the Packers, in all honesty, because he drops a ton of passes. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, I mean, he he's got all the attributes you want for a receiver, but he just, he, I don't know if he's just taking his eye off the ball or what, but he drops a ton of passes. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how he even throws it to him anymore because it's like every time he throws, it's like a gift wrap catch. And he's got to like, go old, remember little Giants when they put the glue on, yeah. his, on his gloves? He's got to get some of that I don't going, know, man. Something, something's got to happen with him. Well, I mean, and, and like I had mentioned, um, it's 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 hard to beat, like I mentioned to Roy last week. It's hard about the the Seattle and Arizona game. Um, you know, if you got to meet that team again in the playoffs after you played them so recently, it, it's going to be hard to beat that team twice. 
So, you know, Green Bay is going to have a lot of things to work on, whereas Arizona, you know, they don't, off of that tape, they don't really have much to go off of because that game was, it, it was it was lopsided. It was completely lopsided. So, you know, there's there's not much that Arizona can improve on, and they've lost a, a couple key pieces on defense. So it's going to be, it's going to be hard, I think, for for Arizona to match that kind of performance like they uh, had against Green Bay earlier in the year. So it definitely won't be a spanking. But it's the playoffs. I, I think, think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I think so too. It might. It may be the best game of the weekend. We don't know. It, yeah, it I mean, may be. It has the potential. It's got to the potential it. to be on paper, which usually means it's going to be the worst game. But I'm going to right. <laughs> I'm going to give the edge to the home team, though. I'm going to go with Arizona 24-20 in a very, very, very close game. Yeah, hard-hitting game. Hard-hitting. Scores are going to come, obviously, but they're going to be earned. They're not going to just walk over people. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a 30-plus point game. Uh, I think it'll be Arizona's coming out party since they were kind of robbed last year. You know, Carson got hurt. Even though I'm not big on Carson Palmer, that's no secret. I don't think he's great. He's good. I think he's, yeah, I think he's upper echelon. I think he's top <clears throat> probably five at this point in current quarterbacks. But so I, you, you, have, you have the... Who do you have winning this game? I have uh, Arizona. I have it 31-28. This is, if I correct me if I'm wrong, this is Carson's first start since he tore his ACL in Cincinnati, I, correct? Right. In the playoffs? In the playoffs, yes. Yes. So technically he's 0-1. Never went with Oakland and didn't go with Cincinnati after. What, what was the last quarterback that went with Oakland, man? Rich Gannon? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Went to a Super Bowl, though. I was in college. That was a long time ago. <laughs> went to a Super Bowl. Ask him how well that went for him, though. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if either either team won. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to make a decision, and I'm gonna agree with both of you guys and go with Arizona on this one. Uh, I just think they have too much on offense uh, for Green Bay to handle. Yeah, to be I mean, honest Ve- with you, Vegas agrees with us too because they're giving they're giving Arizona uh, is giving up a touchdown, which is, I think is a tie for the highest uh, points given by the Vegas odds makers. So, I mean, that they got that going for them, but. Hey everybody, this is Josh here from Scrap City Sports reminding you to make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Scrap City Sports and find us online at ScrapCitySports.com for all your Chicago sports needs. All right, so that's uh, that wraps up the, 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 Saturday, uh, the Saturday night game, uh, the Green Bay-Arizona uh, tilt, and we're going to move on to the Sunday games, which is uh, the first one, uh, the noon kickoff game. Uh, is the Seattle Seahawks, the luckily advancing Seattle Seahawks against the number one seeded Carolina Panthers. This is, th- th- I believe this is probably going to be the best game of the weekend. This is the game I'm looking forward most, most forward to. It's going to be hot. I mean, not hot, but con- considering the time of the year, January, it's probably going to be in one of the warmest places, maybe besides Arizona, um, Carolina, and it, the the, t- the teams are going to be able to do everything they were able to do, you know, in week, you know, two and three with the, with the wet, as far as the weather goes. And uh, what are you what are you shaking your head at? Why? I got kind of pumped there when I seen Kobe make that shot. Then uh, this guy just killed my hopes, dreams, and ambitions here. <laughs> Steph Curry just came back and just shut me up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is this is going to be uh, this is going to be pretty good. This game's going to be pretty good. I mean, I. Uh, you know, without a doubt, I'm not going to compliment Seattle at all because I hate them, and I'm sure it's pretty clear to everybody that I do hate them. But um, it, this is this is going to be a tightly contested game. Both teams, both teams' offenses could put up points in a hurry, and they've they've done it. You know, multiple weeks this NFL season. So both teams will be relatively healthy. We got Jonathan Stewart coming back, practicing full. With, what about with, what about Marshawn Lynch? You got a Marshawn Lynch update? Nothing on Marshawn Lynch yet. Nothing at all, actually. You know, so that was that was. I, I that think was, his time in Seattle may be done. Oh, I'm sure. Well, as long as Thomas Rawls could could somewhat, yeah, bounce back, bounce back, and and be ready for you know the seasons to start next year. Hopefully, if not training camp and and uh, and OTAs and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it was weird because Marshawn Lynch. He was, uh, he was, uh, what's it called? He was, he was ruled that he was going to play early in the week. And then, he you know, ruled himself out. And then, and then at the end of the week, at the, you know, I think it was what Saturday he ruled himself out. So it was like, you know, is, is what is this guy doing? Is he playing? Or is he not? You know, Seattle's offense obviously didn't look, 
you know, as fluid as it should be with with uh, without that running game that they have that balances everything out so right. well for them. So right. it's uh it's going to be interesting to see who they stick back there if if Lynch can't go this week, which is probably looking like he won't be able to. But um, won't think, be able to, or just doesn't want to. No, I think he just won't be able to. I mean, he had surgery on a, on a, his abdominal muscles, so. Or was it a sports journey? Yeah, he missed what the last seven games of the season. Yeah, uh, so something like that. That's tough. I don't. Man. I don't question the guy's toughness. Not uh, at all. You know, it just it just you know a matter of being if he could if he could recover you know quickly enough to to put the pads on he's he's gonna do it. But it's just I'm sure it's not an easy thing to recover from a abdominal surgery. You know, in in two months we're gonna have to look for other players to step up for them in Seattle. I mean, Tyler Lockett man do something really special. He usually does though. Yeah, those receivers. As much as I hate those guys, I mean they. They have they have stepped up big time. Yeah, they've been, they've actually been really solid this year. And, and the only question mark for me with Seattle is the fact of like their running game. I mean, that's a huge huge loss. And I mean, traveling cross country from going from Seattle all the way to Carolina is a long flight over three different coast time to coast, zones. Man. Coast three, to coast. Three, three different time zones, and they're going to be away from their home where they're really strong. I don't I I don't know, but I think that I think losing losing a running back if they don't have Marshawn Lynch is going to hurt them. Because, I mean, Carolina and Seattle's defenses are both nasty. So it's going to be a hard-hitting game, and it's just going to be who can make the play at the right moment. And is it is it MVP Cam Newton, or is it going to be Russell Wilson and his crew? That's the question. Let me ask, let me ask Super you guys Bowl this. champion, how, Russell Wilson. How big of a loss is Charles Tillman to Carolina, the veteran corner? You guys are familiar with him. The peanut punch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. Who knows? Because, I mean, we don't know what his leadership role is in the locker room. I mean, you would imagine with the stature he has that he would the have veteran been. veteran presence. Yeah, he would have been. I mean, he's done a lot. I mean, he's done as, as much as you can possibly do for that position. And, I mean, the loss of him, I mean, I guess he can still he can still be there on the sidelines encouraging him. I mean, he could still be there. He just won't be able to play. He was one of the few players on that team that's been to a Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah, outside of I mean, Ron Rivera was a coach, but I mean, as far as play, was, active uh, players, was no Greg Olson wasn't on the team when they no, went to the Super Bowl, No, he wasn't on the right? team. Nope. No. Yeah, but Greg Olson was on the Bears. No, he I'm was, saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was he on the Bears when? I don't when think they he went the, the on the Bears Super Bowl team. Was he? I thought he was. What was that? In 06? That, it had to be because yeah, Martellus Bennett wasn't there yet. Oh six. Let's see. When, when was uh, when was he when was he drafted? Uh well, I think uh, I don't know. You know, it's 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 going to be tough because. What Carolina does so well is is they give Cam Newton time to, to to throw the ball, and you know he throws a lot of deep passes. And and with with uh, Seattle's front four, and um and their and, and their linebacking core, they're going to be putting a lot of pressure on Cam Newton. So he's not he's going to be uncomfortable in the pocket for sure, and well, he's not going to have the time that he was afforded, you know, many times uh, this year, you know, to put up those sensational stats. Greg Olson was not in the Super Bowl. He came into the league in 2007. Oh, uh, well, he just missed it. He missed, he missed it, huh? Yeah. But, um, I, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's it, this is going to be, this is, this is going to be a, a, a tough game for both sides because both of them have really good defenses. And Seattle, Seattle's defense always seems to play big in big games. So yeah, can, the, the Legion of Boom will be, will Carolina's, be Carolina's defense is, is, is probably, you know, <clears throat> as far as in NFL ranks, is probably in, in the top five of NFL defenses this season. And um, you know, like I said, like I was mentioning about Seattle, you know, it's going to be it, it's going to be a testament of wills, basically. I mean, who's who's quarterback? It's going to basically. I think the the positions overall, like all the all, all the you know wide receivers, as far as wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. You know, Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay. Um, Carolina. Tight, tight ends, tight end. Carolina has a slight edge on because Greg. you know Greg Olson is obviously clearly better than Jimmy Graham's backup, um, <laughs> which I don't even know who it is. But you know they Seattle's. It's not. It's not a huge margin of of of, of overall. You know uh, their their overall their overall ability and overall. You know. Um, I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm their, their their level of talent is not as great. You know, there's no clear cut winner as far as any position. I mean, I think you look at Cam Newton and you so look at Russell Wilson. You see maybe like the competitive edges. The, the competitive kind of edges is not there's not so there's not there's nothing that sets the, either of these teams that far apart. The only the only thing that yeah. I see is that Seattle has won a Super Bowl before, so they have more experience than. So I think it's going to come down to either Russell Wilson or Cam Newton. Who's making more plays? 
you know, for their team. I mean, they both got shut down corners in Josh Norman and Richard Sherman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although, I, I to me personally, I give Josh Norman the edge. I think he's a little bit better right now. Although yeah, I mean, Sherman, I think, the minute you doubt Sherman, though, he shuts someone I down. Think that, so. I think both defenses are very, very similar to each other. But I just I give the edge defensive-wise to Seattle just because they've been there. They've done that. They're seasoned. They're seasoned. They know how to perform. and We don't know what we're going to get out of Carolina. I think they've been there, but not at the level that Seattle has won with their defense. And did, No, Seattle Seattle didn't knock out Carolina last year, did they? Because yeah. Seattle, uh, Seattle beat Green Bay. Who did they beat to get to Green Bay? I I want to say it was Carolina. I think it was Carolina because it was Dallas. Um, Dallas and Dallas beat Detroit. Dallas Dallas beat Detroit. Then uh, Green and, Bay. And they lost Seattle beat Carolina. Yeah. Thirty-one yeah. to seventeen. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be a little little rematch because Carolina beat them earlier in the year. and They had a fourth Car- quarter comeback. Carolina beat them down this year, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they beat them bad this year. Carolina beat uh, in Carolina though, right? No, it was, it was in, in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, that's right. It was in Seattle. That's right. It was in Seattle. Uh, Carolina, let's see. Are we going to see Cam Newton dab on him? Ah, goddamn! I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Sorry. I like Cam Newton. Though, he's man. just so, I don't know. He's just so, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's good for the NFL, to be honest with you, because, you know, NFL stands for the no fun league. You know, you can't even celebrate with your teammates in the end zone after you score a touchdown. Seattle in Seattle, 27-23. And it was a, I, was, I believe it was a comeback victory for, for uh, Carolina. Uh Seattle blew that game late, and uh, so they got a little revenge on their mind. Carolina scored four, 13 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah, so it was a comeback game. Okay. See? not lo- I'm not losing it all together. I'm not losing everything here. I got a little bit all left. All right, so all that being said, who do you guys got? I'm going to go with my pick to win the NFC in Carolina and Cam Newton over Seattle, 27-24. <laughs> oh, God. I, don't, I haven't even thought of this Although yet. Although I, I will not be shocked if Seattle – Wins this game. You know, for whatever stupid reason, Seattle always seems to f- find a way to win. And it, it pisses me off. And I just think they're going to beat Carolina. I don't, I don't, I don't particularly, you know, dislike Carolina. I just, I don't know. I just think Seattle, Seattle's going to win this game. They're going to pull it out. They, they, I mean, they had Minnesota, not they, they had it, but they benefited from a Minnesota missed chip shot field goal. To, you know, to advance in the playoffs. I mean, that kind of stuff just doesn't really happen. So, Essentially, they, they were eliminated, man. Yeah, I mean, I, here's, here's my take on it. I think if any, any underdog road team is to win, the team that has most likely to win is Seattle. And the reason why I think it's Seattle is just because, one, I think that the last game actually helped them because it kind of gave their, their bad game, got out of their system, and they got out of there with a win based on Minnesota's failure to kick a field goal. <laughs> so I think that that part of it kind of kind of boosted them because they know like they could have very easily lost that game and don't take any game for granted, no matter who you are. Right. And just look at the tear that, that Seattle went on the last, say, say from no, November on. I mean, they, they went out and they kind of destroyed teams. I mean, look at, look at the playoff teams they played. They played, uh, let's see, November. They played Arizona Cardinals. They lost. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. They beat the Minnesota Vikings. They beat the Arizona Card. I mean, they they destroyed the Arizona Cardinals the second time they played, and then they beat the Vikings in Arizona. I mean, they beat five the last six or seven games of the season. They beat five playoff teams, and they that's lost to St. Louis. Impressive, that's impressive. And man. they lost to the St. Louis. Louis. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. Just, I mean, I agree with you, Carmen. If any te- if any road team is going to win this team, week, I think it's going to be Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, I think it's going to be Seattle. Which I, I hope not, because I want to see a Carol. I've said all along I want to see Carolina Arizona's NFC Championship, and Seattle could ruin that for me, but. And plus, I hate watching Seattle. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Carolina Panthers just because I want to see them win. Right. I feel like if I pick them, they're gonna win. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers. But like I said, I think that if any team could surprise and, and win on the it'll, road, it would be it, Seattle. It's gonna be Seattle. And I, and I think what happens is I, I think if Seattle wins, I don't think it's gonna be close either. I think it's they're gonna run away with it. Either they blow them out or it's lose. It's gonna be a Denver yeah. in the Super Bowl two years ago. That yeah. was disgusting. That was that was brutal. That was demolishing. That was brutal. That game was boring. Yeah, I think I think Seattle. If the game's close, I don't think it favors favors Seattle. But I think if if the Seattle can go and put a two or t- two or three touchdown up right away in the first half, let's say, I think it's going to be all Seattle. Both quarterbacks are excited to watch. They can make plays with their legs. 
So it's going to be a good game overall, I think. I mean, it's going to be whoever can make the most plays, honestly. Yeah, I, th- I think all these matchups are going to be very, very entertaining. I mean, the only matchup that could, that could not be is the Denver-Pittsburgh just because of the injuries, injuries on Pittsburgh's side if things don't go the right way. But, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see Cam dab on him. Yep. Hey, everybody, this is Josh here from Scrap City Sports reminding you to make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Scrap City Sports and find us online at ScrapCitySports.com for all your Chicago sports needs. All right, so the last game on the docket um, is the game that Carmen mentioned, uh, Denver-Pittsburgh. In Denver, probably going to be snowing, and uh, we are... The Mile High City. We are unsure We are unsure of Pittsburgh's overall. If, if, ben, doesn't, if ben doesn't play, <clears throat> Pittsburgh, I don't think, has... A chance. Well, I mean, there's a there's a there's a whole bunch of question marks in this game because we don't know how Peyton Manning is going to respond because this is going to be the first game back in how many weeks? Yeah, you know what? But I was telling Roy, when was the last time Peyton Manning went into the playoffs healthy? This is true, but Peyton Manning's uh, Peyton Manning's playoff record is below 500. That yeah, I understand. That I understand. Like 13 and 16. That I understand, but something like that. Besides that year that they could have went undefeated and and Jim Call was it Jim Caldwell who yes. pulled the uh, yeah. pulled pulled their starters out and, yep. and 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 lost the final two games of the year. Yep. Peyton Manning hasn't really he has he hasn't been healthy going into the playoffs, so he's he has he has essentially five weeks off, played you know little over a, a half of football, and like I like I was mentioning to Roy. We don't know what we're going to get out of them. To be honest with you, they ha- we do know what we do know from them is that they have an elite level defense against a Pittsburgh's defense. You know, a, a Pittsburgh offense who could be severely undermanned. Ben hasn't practiced all week, and we have we have a Pittsburgh uh, 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 a Denver offense that we don't know what we're going to get from them because the last we saw, C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman were kind of running things. You're right. They were running all over things, actually. And now we have possibly a healthy Peyton Manning, you know. Because Brock, Brock Osweiler came down to uh, reality. He had his nice little run. Yeah, you know what? He, he he could be decent in the NFL. But, you know, I, 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 have no, I have no doubt that Gary Kubiak made the right choice of putting Peyton Manning back in. If oh, you, I agree. If it, how, how, you know, how could you... You guys agree with that move? How could you live with... I do. How could you live with sitting... Potentially one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history on the bench for a possible Super Bowl run. When you have a bye, you're at home against a possibly weak and and, 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 and hobbled Pittsburgh Steelers team that, you know, you could definitely take advantage of. You know, and, and, and Peyton Manning has experience. Brock Eisweiler does not have, he has what, he played what, four games? Yep. Three and one. One of them was against, was against the Bears when, you know, he threw the ball like 12 times. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they, 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 it's not like he was chucking the ball 50 times, you know, uh, Tom Brady style out there where he was just, you know, in Aaron Rodgers style where he was just dictating and taking over the game. He managed it. He managed the game. And, and Peyton Manning, yeah, maybe they have a game plan for him to manage the game as well, but we do know that he could win you the game too, so... You know, I think that I think Denver, even even with a healthy Pittsburgh, is is a big wild card in the playoffs right now because we don't know what we're going to get from them. We do know that they're going to have elite level defense, like I said. So if their offense could be any kind of productive, watch out because if they get a lead, that defense is going to be they're real, rel- real relentless, man. Yeah, real hard to to <clears throat> to, to make that back up. So. I and, think they're and, one of the biggest wild cards in the playoffs right now. And if Ben's hurt, if Ben's hurt, and it, Ben's yeah, hurt, D'Angelo I, Williams is we don't know, but Ben, D'Angelo Williams, Antonio Brown. I mean, if Ben if <clears throat> Ben can't play, Pittsburgh has very little shot. I mean, they re, they really do. I mean, their their drop off from their main quarterback to their backup quarterback is drastic. And I mean, you take all world Antonio Brown without without Ben Roethlisberger is average at best. Ben's expected to make his first competitive throws in practice tomorrow, Friday. No, yeah. no running Antonio, game. Antonio Brown, there's there, there's no timetable on him yet. Pittsburgh says they're they're optimistic he'll play, but there's, there's it's no concussion, guarantee. It's concussion protocol, exactly. so he you know it's not like he could just wake up on Sunday and say, "Okay, I'm playing." He's got to be cleared, right? Exactly. So, question, question: If you guys can't have one of those guys, Antonio Brown or Ben Roethlisberger, play for you on Sunday, right? Sunday, yeah. Yep. 
Which one do you take? Which one would you rather have not play? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Without a doubt, the the quarterback is the most important position on the field. So you know, I don't you, care if you have all your all your receivers. They, in they still they yeah, still have Martavius Bryant. They still have Marcus Wheaton. Who made a hell of a catch, by the way, Martavis Bryant. Oh, that was that was spectacular. That reminded me of one of the one I made on the Thanksgiving Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, I was trying to figure out what that reminded me of. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely without Antonio Brown. I mean, they could. I think they do fine without him. Not great, but they, they can manage. Yeah, like I, it's it's without a doubt, Big Ben. I mean, you saw what happened. You saw what happened. You know when he went out of that Cincinnati game, kind of deflated the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh team and Cincinnati came roaring back and you know AJ McCarrens was you know dropping dimes in there to AJ Green for touchdowns and and leading a comeback and and, and almost the victory so you know it kind of it kind of turned the tide of the that game you know and then Big Ben came back in let him let him let him to get into a chance to kick a field goal and then Adam Jones took over from there so if Andy Dalton's there is that game close oh I I believe it's Still, well, still same outcome, maybe. Well, but here's the question: though. If Andy Dalton's there, then if Le'Veon Bell's there, that's a good point. Or D'Angelo Williams. All right, let's go Le'Veon Bell. I mean, who was expected to go? D'Angelo Williams is expected to go. But I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if yeah. you're replacing wow. Key with Key, I mean, then what? Then that's a that's a really good how, game. How, is what how that terrible is. do you feel for for that guy, Andy Dalton? Oh man, having probably the best year of his career. And, oh yeah, and, the, and, and there it goes. Yeah, just one little. I mean, he. What was that? A fumble? It was a fumble, right? A fumble recovered that he tried to tackle the guy. On yeah, the goal he went line. to tackle. Him I thought it was an interception. His 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 like the worst interception I've ever seen in my life was like a little. Screen it was definitely pass. a turnover. We'll say it was that. a screen. It was a, it was a screen pass interception where he like kind of like underarmed it to the guy for a screen pass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, off. that's he went right. To go it was. Him. He went he, to go tackle the him. tackle the tackle attempt was poor though, man. You see how I mean, granted he's a, he's a quarterback, but I mean he just threw his hand at him, and then you just see his thumb just jam right into oh. that dude's knee. You wonder though how often that it's got to happen a lot. It just oh. it just doesn't happen to quarterbacks because you know I mean you you can't have a quarterback. Think about it. We head. we've all jammed our thumb playing football, basketball, yeah. anything, and that hurts like hell. Yeah, so just imagine breaking it. I mean, in, in my illustrious flag football career, I had Captain Hook happen to me. So look at my <laughs> my my hand is look at that. My fingers my fingers shaped like Captain Hook's uh, <laughs> other hand. So so the edge. We'll be giving it to him. Am I going first again? Yeah, I think we're just going. I'll kick like it that. off. I'm gonna go. I think Pittsburgh's a little banged up. Even if Ben goes, if he can't move as well as he, I mean, not that he's fast on his feet to begin with, but if he can barely throw the ball, and he's having trouble getting around, Demarcus Ware and company are gonna have. It's gonna be a long day for Ben Roethlisberger. So I'm gonna go and say 24-17 Denver on a game-winning Peyton Manning drive. I'm gonna say. It just there's a lot of variables, of course, with the injuries for Pittsburgh. But um, you know, with what we know now, I'm definitely going to say Denver wins this game. Um, their defense is is just too good right now. If 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 Pittsburgh is shorthanded in any sort of way, uh, I think Denver takes this one. I mean, I think myself and the world included wants to see Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady one more time. And I mean. The only way that's going to happen is if Denver wins. And I think Denver's defense is just so nasty that there's, I mean, Pittsburgh is too banged up. I mean, they were lucky to get out of Cincinnati. I don't think they're going to get lucky two weeks in a row. And saying Ben Roethlisberger plays and Antonio Brown and D'Angelo Williams, maybe they have a shot, but I doubt that all three of those guys play. I just, I just do. And so I, I, I just don't see Well, we I, for sure got one of them, according to Roy. D'Angelo Williams. He's, ex- is, yeah, he's expected to play. He's expected, expected to, to play. play. Yes. Keyword expected. Okay. Well, yeah, I still, I still think that. But either way, how effective will he be? Yeah, I think, I think. How a, effective will Antonio Brown be? I think a rejuvenated Peyton Manning does wonders for Denver. I mean, because Denver, everybody forgets Peyton Manning at the helm of Denver when healthy is unstoppable. Yeah. And so, I mean, granted, the playoffs and he's not as he's not as lethal as he is in the in the regular season. But I just think it's gonna be too much for Pittsburgh. And I mean, Pitt, Pittsburgh's like a little engine that could winning that last game. I mean, getting in the playoffs for that, I just think they expended so much energy. But they're just going to lay an egg in Denver, and Denver's going to win. I'm, th- I'm thinking Denver 35-17, Denver. Um, how, how good is Roethlisberger's shoulder going to be? Because if you notice, at the end of the game when he got back in there, he wasn't throwing the ball very far. There was a simple check down, simple throws. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was chucking. Well, he's, for, got, he's, got tor- he's got partially torn ligaments. So, so in mean, his throwing <laughs> arm. If he's just going to be screen passes all day, then there's no shot for them. 
Although, no, I mean, they got, I mean they, got, they got receivers that are pretty damn good. I mean, but, yeah, I just... But Denver's got a, a defense that's Denver's pretty damn Denver's got a good. defense that could match that. So, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I just don't see... I don't see Denver being able to... I don't see, I don't see Pittsburgh being able to go into Denver and, and win, pull out that game. I just don't. Yeah. So, is that it? We are running out of time here? Yes. <laughs> So yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a f- bunch of fantastic games this weekend. That's for sure. Um, it's gonna be uh, <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting to see how how the old o- old guys could 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 keep pace with the young guns in the playoffs. Because if you look at it, it's kind of like uh, you know out with the old and with the new as far as quarterbacks go. Because you look at you look at the AFC, you got Tom Brady, Peyton uh, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. Look in the NFC, you got. You know the old guys, the, the you know Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, the old guys, and you got the young guys in the NFC. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still pretty young. Um, Cam Newton and Russell Wilson. Um, you know, so can can these guys, can these young guys, you know, it's for the most part usher in a new era of quarterbacks. You know, and and it's going to be. It's going to be fun to watch. Definitely going to be fun to watch to see what these young kids could do uh, in the playoffs on the biggest stage. We already know what what Russell Wilson can do uh, and Aaron Rodgers, but um, you know, can Cam Newton elevate himself to uh, the rest of those guys? So, um, hey guys, before we sign off, I know this is the NFL preview show, but just as a random thought here, uh, with Coach Q and the Blackhawks win tonight, Coach Q became the second most winningest coach in NHL history, picking up win number seven hundred and eighty-three. And, and a fresh contract extension, correct? Three years. Well, well deserved, Coach Q. Congratulations. Yeah, he's been a dab on him, Cam. <laughs> Come on, dude. So for uh, for myself, Christopher, for for Carmen, and for Chef Roy, um, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, thank you for tuning in and and listening to our divisional round uh, NFL playoff preview. He shot over three hundred percent. Hey, what's going on? The ice doesn't belong in here. It belongs out there. See, what, what, what you three jabronis are leaving out here? If you smell what the rock is cooking. You want to see all your hamburgers right now? What? Lock your doors, lock your windows. I'll be coming to your house with your hamburgers. Even the frozen ones. I'll find them and I'll eat them. Because I am the hamburger. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Hey, you very good. See you next time. That's all, folks. Au revoir. I'll see you then. Ciao. Ding dong there. Get the hell out of here.